We have to face these types of challenges head on in order to allow ourselves to flourish and spread our wings and really be the best we can be. I want this episode to be a reminder to you to charge your worth and add tax. You haven't reached your peak yet, sis. You are just getting started and the sky's the limit. You deserve every bit of success you worked for. You're listening to The Solopreneur Hustle, a podcast that teaches you how to scale your solo business so you can earn more while working less. I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a weekly email newsletter where we share business tips and helpful resources for solo business owners. Subscribe to our email list today using the link in the description for this episode to receive a free marketing ebook. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Hey, y'all, welcome to episode 77 of the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to share three money mindset problems I've struggled with in business over the years and some advice that I think will help you overcome these challenges if you found yourself experiencing some money mindset issues as well. When I started my business, to be honest with you guys, I never imagined that making money would present challenges that I'd have to overcome. I always thought that money would solve problems for me, but in reality, making money presented me with challenges. One of the biggest driving forces for me behind starting a business was being able to work for myself and make my own money. When I was at my lowest points, struggling to get my business off the ground, I just imagine how empowering it would feel to finally make the money I knew I deserved to be earning. When my business finally started to build momentum, I was actually starting to make money. My monthly profits were increasing. I was starting to scale. Initially, I felt excited, empowered, and just to be honest, so grateful that my business was starting to thrive, but I was making more money than I had ever made before. And unfortunately for me, the feelings of joy and excitement that I had about making more money quickly turned to anxiety and overwhelm. I started to have flashbacks about when I was broke, wondering if these highs I was experiencing in my business in these moments would be short-lived. I just would wonder how long can this really last? I'd wonder if it was only a matter of time before my success started to crumble and I'd be back at square one again. I'd question whether or not I even deserved to make a lot of money. I think sometimes, am I a fraud? Are people going to think I'm some sort of scammer? Is it only a matter of time before they realize I'm just a regular person like them and they won't see me as the expert that... I'm portraying myself as in what I do. For a long time, I thought I was alone in how I felt. And 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 really, it seemed like everyone else who was building successful businesses were enjoying their success and reaping the benefits of their hard work while I was just out here struggling and, and trying to figure out why I wasn't feeling good about making money. After sharing how I was feeling with other entrepreneurs and doing research about money mindset, I discovered that I wasn't alone in what I was feeling. And there were so many other boss women, especially women of color like me, who could relate to experiencing mindset challenges surrounding money. When you start from the bottom and you finally achieve success, it's easy to question your ability to actually sustain that success. When you come from nothing and you achieve a lifestyle that you didn't even fully believe was possible, it's easy to worry about somehow ending up back at the bottom again. 
If you can relate to any of this, then you've probably experienced some money mindset challenges as well. These feelings are more common than we realize, especially among women of color in business. It didn't take me long to realize that I had to overcome this in order to allow myself to reach my greatest potential in business and live the life I knew I deserved. And you know what? I want the same for you. So today I want to break down three specific money mindset challenges I experienced and some advice about how to overcome these challenges. And full disclosure here, I'm still working on overcoming some of this stuff, but I can say that today, as I'm speaking to you guys, my relationship with money has improved drastically since like when I started and I was like really, really struggling with some of this stuff. So, so this is really a situation of ongoing progress for me. And I know where I am today is way better than I was two years ago. The first money mindset problem I've struggled with is something I like to call poverty PTSD. I define poverty PTSD as being overcome by irrational fears about your business falling apart and you somehow ending up in an unideal financial situation, maybe even ending up back in poverty. (laughs) Poverty PTSD causes many of us to shy away from taking financial risks, such as investing in things for our businesses, investing in stocks, starting retirement accounts, or hiring the help we know we've been needing for a long time because we fear losing it all and everything eventually crumbling around us. My husband actually recently called me out on this poverty PTSD thing, actually. He's been encouraging me to start investing in stocks and I had the money set aside to do so. But in my head, I was more comfortable seeing large sums of money sit in savings than actually investing in my money into things so that it can grow. I was so worried about going broke (laughs) or ending up back where I initially started, that I'd let money just sit in savings, that I knew I could invest in other things. I felt like I needed the security blanket of knowing I could pay myself for years, (laughs) which having that much money in savings is great, but it also becomes irrational when that money could be used to actually push things forward for your business. That money could be growing in other ways, as opposed to just sitting in savings and collecting dust and maybe gaining, I don't know, like 1%. (laughs) a year. That money could be so much better spent in stocks or in investing in help to actually help you grow and scale your business. So it took me a while to even realize this was a money mindset issue. I'd hold on so tight to what I had because I didn't want to see it go just in case I'd never see it again. And I'd even make myself feel guilty about buying things I knew I needed. This really ran deep for me, y'all. Like, My husband always jokes about like my relationship with money kind of being from a place of feeling like or or always acting like him and I are on the brink of financial ruin or bankruptcy. (laughs) That's just um, in the way that I save and I pinch and I um, in the ways that I'm frugal. My husband just always has to remind me that it's okay to enjoy what we've created and what we've built without always feeling like I have to pinch pennies, like, you know, we're, we're struggling when we're, we're not right now. So anyways, I had to overcome this poverty PTSD thing. And if there was one thing that I'm really working on, this is it. But to overcome poverty PTSD, here's some of the things that I've been working on lately. So getting serious about creating annual personal and business budgets has been really important for me. If I know how much I need to spend on things, how much it makes sense to have in savings, how much I can afford to invest so that every dollar I have is allocated to what it needs to be allocated to. Personally, I feel more peace. So I have to know where my money is going, 
what I'm budgeting for, how much money I'm going to invest this year into my Roth IRA, how much I'm going to spend saving for real estate investments, how much I'm going to spend doing, you know, whatever, even like monthly or daily purchases. So I have to make sure I have a budget to allocate my money towards something so that I know always that I'm making good financial decisions. And relating to that, I am constantly doing research and learning from financial experts about how to manage my money, my money better so that I can make the smartest financial decisions. When it comes to money, especially in our community, knowledge truly is power, especially when it pertains to how you use your money, how you invest your money. And I've learned that it's not all about what you have. It's about what you do with what you have. So I challenge you to do research and really dive deep into making smart financial decisions so that you can grow your money and build wealth in the long term. You'd really be surprised by how simple shifts and changes in terms of how you spend your money, what you invest in, and how you save can have a a huge impact on your financial future. These are just some ideas that have helped me kind of get hold of this poverty PTSD thing I was experiencing so that I can enjoy my success and also learn how to make good financial decisions. The second money mindset problem I experienced for a long time was that I felt uncomfortable earning large sums of money. I was working to grow my business, but on the other hand, I was terrified of making a lot of money, and I didn't even realize that I was scared to make money until I was making money. I was working to grow my business, and every time I started building momentum, I'd do something without even realizing it to to hinder my cash flow. I'd essentially self-tabotage my business through procrastination, limiting myself by not teaching as many classes as I knew I could, or not creating as much content as I knew I could, not spending my time as wisely as I could on purpose, but I didn't realize I was doing this subconsciously and it was sabotaging my business. In my head, more money came with more responsibility, more exposure, and it meant I'd have to owe more people more value. And that was scary to me. When I hit my first five-figure month, at first I felt great, but then I, I felt this wave of anxiety come over me. I went through a period of questioning my abilities and wondering if I could really follow through and I was scared of disappointing people. And so because of this, when I would have these like influxes of business and my business was really gained momentum, I would do things to hold myself back. I would turn down opportunities I knew I should be a part of, not because I wasn't capable of doing it, but because in my head, I convinced myself that I wasn't capable of doing it. So I didn't belong there. To overcome this, I had to do a few things. First, I had to do some confidence work. I had to dig deep within and figure out what my insecurities were. I went to therapy to do some inner work. I had to learn how to own my success and let go of the desire to be perfect. I had to learn that I deserved to earn what I had worked hard for and that I was smart enough and capable enough to do anything I put my mind to. I had to work to overcome imposter syndrome. If you want to learn more about imposter syndrome, I'd recommend listening to episode 68 where I have a great conversation with Michelle Kui about overcoming negative self-talk so that we can live our best lives and be our best selves for our businesses. The third money mindset challenge I faced is not charging my worth. This was a significant challenge for me when I first started my business. For a long time, I questioned whether or not what I charged was worth it. (laughs) 
I'd think whether or not the value I offered was worth the amount of money I charged. I'd be nervous about even telling people how much I charged. It, it, it just felt uncomfortable for me. This resulted in me not earning the money I deserved for way too long. As time went on, I realized that there were people who were less experienced than me doing mediocre work that were charging more than what I was charging. When I started charging my worth, all of a sudden, I discovered that people would pay me for my value without even batting an eyelash. For too long, I made myself small to make other people feel more comfortable. When I got tired of shrinking myself for the world and found the confidence within to stand tall and own who I was, I felt more comfortable demanding the pay I knew I deserved, especially when I started to realize that time was my most valuable resource. I started to realize that my time was very valuable and it was scarce. And so in order for me to do any work for anybody, I needed to be paid for my worth. And it really took a period of being burnt out, working really, really hard and looking at my bank account <laughs> and seeing that it wasn't where I wanted it to be to say, all right, I'm sick of this. Like it really took getting sick of being taken advantage of. And really it was my fault. I, I couldn't really blame anybody for it. But being overworked and taking advantage of and not being paid what I deserved because I was not asking for what I deserved to be paid. And it, it again, it was all my fault. And so it took really getting sick of that and fed up to say, all right, it's time to really get down to business and to be serious about what this is I'm doing here, because otherwise I'm going to continue selling myself short. So um, that it really, like I said, it, it took getting fed up to come to terms with the fact that this was a money issue for me. You know, not charging my worth wasn't my client's fault. It was my fault. And it this was another thing that kind of took some inner work to get to the root of it so that I could be better for my business and demand really what I deserved. So money mindset challenges are something that many of us face, but this doesn't have to be your story forever. It definitely, I, I knew for sure I didn't want it to be mine forever, which is why I knew I had to make some changes. And at every new level of success, there will probably be new money mindset problems to address. What I've shared today have been some of the money mindset issues I've faced there are more. I just kind of narrowed it down to three that I feel were the most important that I wanted to share. We have to face these types of challenges head on in order to allow ourselves to flourish and spread our wings and really be the best we can be. If no one has told you this lately, I want this episode to be a reminder to you to charge your worth and add tax. You haven't reached your peak yet, sis. You are just getting started and the sky's the limit. You deserve every bit of success you worked for. If anything in today's episode resonated with you, I would love for you to share the Solopreneur Hustle with a boss friend or DM me on Instagram at the Solopreneur Hustle or at neolewis.co and let me know what you thought of today's content. Have you experienced any money mindset issues? And if so, how are you going to work to overcome them? All right, that is all I have for this week's episode, you guys. I hope you guys have a great week. Continue to move onward, upward, and forward. Until next time. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay connected between episodes, subscribe to our email list using the link in the description for this episode. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Solopreneur Hustle. And don't forget to share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a boss friend. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Until next time.